Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Jules in the Blood Injury Time podcast. Joined as normal by Boz. Good evening. How are you doing? All right, thanks. It's, uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been quite a while. It wasn't until we looked at the fixture list and uh, when we last done a pod, and it was before the Charlton game. Well, I think that's when we started the trend of when you miss games or don't watch the whole game, we do well. Yeah, because that game, I was all set, ready to watch the game with yeah. you and then my auntie invited me and my boys out for um, a socially distanced walk and the timing couldn't have been any worse I, mean, I think you walked in and about I think you were in the kitchen and about 10 seconds later I went oh my fucking god and over we had scored yeah goal of the season I think isn't it there's no, we haven't got any other competition no there's none really springing to mind I mean there's been some Good. Dempsey scored some good goals. Yeah, Dempsey scored some good goals. There's been some good team goals, but I think individual strike alone, yeah, it's got to be Conor Overby's. But he didn't even win no, the he, goal he, of the month, did he? Oh, well, no, because it's crap and it. it all goes on the fan base. Yeah. Cause was it... Because I saw the goal was, of the um, week thing. He lost out to Colin Kazim Richards, didn't he, of Derby that week. Is he? Yeah. Is he still playing, Kazim Richards? He is, yeah, he's Jesus. at Derby now. The Coca-Cola kids. I was going to say, random fact, I remember that. Yeah. Um, Coca-Cola ran a competition, didn't they? Yeah. And uh, the winner... You know what? I think, was it the season we're going to talk about? That is the season we're going to talk about later. So, you know, I mean, we could have passed it off as us being intellectual and seamless. That just comes as by accident. That's just off the cuff. (laughs) He signed, um, it was for Brighton, who did he sign from? Berry, wasn't it? Don't know. I feel Maybe. like it was Barry. Was it two hundred and fifty grand? Coca Cola promise, wasn't it? Two hundred and fifty grand, correct. Yeah. There you go. Well, a random fact. Where yeah. we jumped straight in with one. <laughs> it took us two minutes to get <laughs> off the topic of Jules into <laughs> something totally random. Um, yeah. So Conor Ogilvy, for me, goal of the season. I think. Yeah. I think you're right. I think the team goals. Uh, we won against Ipswich. Dempsey busted the gut, didn't they? Uh, put it on a plate for Oliver, I believe. That'll be up there at the end of the season as well, but I agree, I agree, he wins it for me. Yeah, and um, so when we last recorded the pods, like we said before the Charlton game, I think we both predicted draws for that one, didn't we? Yeah, and actually we started the game really well. And um, it was yet another brilliant I-follow commentary again. Oh, yeah. That seems to be stopping, doesn't it? We'll be getting Peter Lloyd and Co back for regular games, I think, then. Yeah, they was at the one, last one against Blackpool. Um, yeah, Peter Lloyd, I mean... Strange one, isn't he? S- strange one. Always the one. But he's not that bad, having heard some of the commentaries this season. The most he's... derogatory ones being Charlton and Sunderland. Sunderland. I mean, Hull wasn't... Hull started all right, I think, and it's a game more on... They got a bit of a piss take, but yeah, them two stand out. Yeah, and there was one other one as well. Was it F- Fleetwood? I think. I don't think you would have watched uh, yeah, it because it was a Tuesday night one. But yeah, they they were quite bad as well. But yeah, in that respect, Peter Lloyd's not bad. It's just more that he's quite negative. He, he, I'd say yeah, he, he goes too much the other way. Yeah. yeah. Which is I a, think. Um, we said before, didn't we? I think we were texting. I think it was one game when we were 2 new up and he was saying, oh, this is, this is dangerous, blah, blah, blah. And then last week, as we'll get to, we were 
four one down. He's going, well, we've still got time, haven't we? <laughs> Sometimes I think he's just a bit drunk. <laughs> It'd be nice to have an ex-player on comms as well, but... Yeah. There you go. Can't have it all. Um, so after the Cholton game, we lost at home to Peterborough, and then we completed a double over Bristol Rovers. Yep. With a 2-0 win, and... They're struggling at the moment, aren't they? They're in real danger of dropping down, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't be. Just change their manager again, aren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, since we've done last time the pod, they've changed. Yeah. Mr. Joey Barton. And he was linked to the Preston job as well, I think, last week. Strange, but apparently he has some, something in it because, obviously, he used to live locally. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, He's off Max Amar's Christmas card list, though. Oh, that was, that was scathing. I think I sent it to you with, like, a shocked face. Like, yeah. Wow, you don't put that sort of thing in public normally, do you? No, about the club captain. and Saying that he hadn't improved as a player since he was with him at QPR. And, you know, we, we know for a fact last season that he definitely improved on the season before. Yeah, definitely. I think there's some in Jill's fan base that don't rate him and is happy to see him failing. I mean, I... Personally, still like him as a player. I think he's a good player. And would would you have him back? I would. Yeah, I was going to say I, me I too. Might not be the most popular opinion, but yeah, I would yeah, have him definitely. back. Yeah, definitely for the experience and like you said last season. Not how... as captain, but I'd have him back. No, definitely not as captain, but you know how well him and Jack Tucker done last season, and I think Tucker at times this season has missed Max's experience next to him as well. Because there's been times when Tucker's been the experienced one, hasn't there? Yeah, exactly. So, no, I'll definitely have him back. Um, following on from Bristol Rovers, obviously we lost to Wimbledon. Like Standard. We tend to. It's same as every other season. That was an absolutely awful game. I don't think either side really deserved to to win. And I think that was a game a lot of fans got a bit arsy with Evans, wasn't it? Because then you come out and say that we've been robbed and we should have won. And I think I texted you the next day and you went, no. <laughs> Not at all, that was awful. No. It was a bottom mistake, weren't it? In yeah. Last minute, eight ninth minutes, something like that. Uh, credible point away to Pompey to end February. Decent performance again that day, I think. Yeah. Another one where um, we'd obviously taken a point beforehand. And then moved into March, which was very well and has got us dreaming of the playoffs. Yeah, every time we think, no, the season's petering out, we go and pull a result out, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Uh, just to run through the March ones quickly and then we'll discuss them after. 3-2 home win against NK Dons, 3-1 home win against Ipswich, 1-0 away defeat to Fleetwood, uh, back-to-back away wins against Swindon and Lincoln, a credible home draw against Donny, very decent uh, away point against Hull and then we ended the month uh, 1-0 winners against Wigan. So I don't think you can really ask too much more from that. And Sunderland fans can. Have you seen there? Did you see any of their comments today? No. So when Jill's tweeted out the results of manager of the month, Sunderland fans saying, well, that's not on. Lee Johnson's taken, I don't know, like one point more than Evans from less games. All right, well, you're Sunderland. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, I don't know what their fixtures were. I think you've got to take, the fixtures I into consideration. I think a lot of teams were saying that. It wasn't like we were playing teams down the bottom. Yeah, exactly. The fact that, you know, we 
we played teams like Hull and we've got away there and got a point. I think Wigan aside, I think MK Dons were doing okay up until recently. It's generally been teams up there, haven't it, we've been playing recently. Yeah, definitely. And um, that man for Dane Oliver hasn't stopped scoring pretty much well, in, in March. It's so similar to Tom Eves in that when he signed, everybody was like, oh, scoring record bang average at best. But he has, uh, he's been brilliant. The closest thing we've had to Tom Eves, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. Um, if anything, I'd say he's a bit more mobile. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, he's, he's just so good in the air, isn't he? You just... Oh, every, it's every day, isn't it? There's a new stat tweeted out from different stat-based companies or websites, whatever, and everything is Oliver's at the top for winning aerial duels and it's every day. Well, how often is he in team of the week? Yeah, he's pretty much in. I think <laughs> in March there's only one week I can recall him not being in team of the week. He was in it pretty much every other. It was just a copy and paste job yeah. all the time, wasn't it? Um, but then ironically, I think the last game that we had against Blackpool, that's the quietest yeah. game I think he's had for us. Yeah. But, no, I mean, we get on to what we think will happen in regards to playoffs and that um, in a minute, but whenever people had asked me about Gilles, <coughs> I said if you said at the start of the season, um, not start of the season, start of the year, sorry, that we'd be anywhere near it, I would have been very surprised. Yeah, it's only really been, March has obviously been our most consistent month, but we haven't, we've been very up and down all season, haven't we? Yeah, definitely, and I think it's just going to be that early season form that potentially costs us in the end, but credit to Steve Evans. Yeah, I kind of think we're going to run out of games. Yeah, I think, yeah, just, We'd be a few off it, but credit to Steve Evans yeah. for winning manager of the month and credit to Verdane Oliver as well for League One player of the month. Um, I can't remember the last time a Jules player won it. I mean, I imagine it would have been Dak. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would have so. been before he went off to Blackburn, yeah. Who would have been the last manager, Jules manager of the month, do you reckon? Oh, I'm going to say Alan, but I don't think he won it a lot in League Two. I think it was more the Port Vale manager. I might be wrong. So just going back on to March, the run of fixtures that I just read out, what fixtures from that, that month stand out for you? The Ipswich one. Definitely Ipswich. Um, we were really, really good that day. We've already mentioned, uh, was it the second goal or the third goal? Yeah. Um, they were on, I had a corner, I think it got cleared. Graham plays his Dempsey down the right. He just runs his heart out, doesn't he? Down that right hand side. Puts it on a plate before, I think it was Oliver. That was the day Oliver scored the um, quite curled a long it. range one, yeah. Yeah, curled it in. That's probably up there for yeah, Jules' goal season Yeah, and then Fleetwood's away. I mean, they got an early penalty, which I personally didn't think was one. They kind of threw themselves to the floor a bit, but... Um, yeah, I think after that we were chasing the game and had a few decent chances, so it weren't meant to be. But then, good back-to-back away wins against Swindon and Lincoln. Very good against Swindon. Could have been five or That's six. Another one scored. I missed, weren't it? Swindon. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think you missed the whole game, didn't you? Yeah, I think I was updating you, and I think at three 0 I said it could have been four, five, six. We were really good in two-way score. That was the game, the only game I think this season that any manager has made all five subs in one go. 
And then Lincoln, we absolutely oh, we were so we good tore apart, Lincoln, didn't we? we? Absolutely. Total, um, totally the opposite of the home game, wasn't it? Yeah. How good has um, Robbie Cundy been for us as well? Well, I mean, we we praise him not so much on here because we, we're not very regular with these pods. <laughs> We've, uh, between ourselves, we've praised him quite a bit, but you only really notice that he's not been there like last week against Blackpool, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Because um, Conor Overby, as good as he is, he's now become a left-back again this season. He seems to take it in terms of positions each season, don't he? Yeah. And I think Evans come out today and said, we've had to play Overby there and he's not a centre-back and I thought, well, last season he was. He's very good. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Cundy's just signed a new deal with Bristol City. Well, I think they're taking up the option. Uh, so, chances of us keeping him or getting him back are probably quite slim but he's been really good. He's yeah. like, like we say, him and Tucker, both very young and yeah, they make the odd mistake, but generally they've been pretty solid. Yeah, definitely. I think he's definitely improved our team as well. Um, Much better than the, the other man from Bristol City who hasn't been anywhere uh, near the squad. I, I think he's gone back there because he's injured. Yeah, well, I've read someone on Twitter, I think it might have been Nick Ball, that said that... Didn't he, he play a development game? Yeah, he? he believes that he's actually gone back properly to uh, Bristol City. But yeah, that's... Um, that was a weird signing, really, wasn't it? We always like a weird January signing, don't we? Yeah, par for the course, isn't it? Um, hopefully we'll have Callum Slattery back soon as well. Yeah, I think I'll see... It'll be before the end of the season, won't it? Yeah. And another key return has been Mr Dominic Samuel. Yeah, he was uh, he was very good, not last week, was it? Hull, wasn't it? Yeah. When he came on, he almost scored, actually, against Hull, almost won us a game. Yeah, he done well when he come on against Wigan as well, even though he weren't on That's for... That's a game I'm thinking of, Wigan. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he weren't on for long, but he just showed his experience, and I think um, we did get away with one a bit there, because Wigan's finishing was absolutely shocking. Oh, yeah, I saw the highlights the next day, and it was that Callum Lang, wasn't it? Yeah. You said, good player, just can't finish. Yeah, definitely. They missed a fair few chances in that game, so... So it leaves us, was it five points at the playoffs? I think at the time of speaking, I think it's five. Uh, Obviously, tomorrow, home game against Shrewsbury. Um, With the return of Mr Trevor Kettle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's nothing's really going for us. I think Cy Chaplin tweeted out earlier that, um, you know, the manager of the month, generally a curse. Yeah. Normally. We haven't beaten Shrewsbury at home in, I don't know how many games, he, he did give a number and Trevor Kettle's a referee, so don't hold your breath. And with the playoffs, you said you think we'd be a few games off? I think we'd end up probably four or five points off, which if you said that at the start of the season, we'd all laughed and thought you were joking. But as you said, I just think that early season form is going to come back to hit us, but it shows again how good we've been this second half of the season to be up there. Yeah, exactly. It's just, um, almost seems, I don't know if it is something to do with the amount of players we bring in, but we've said a few times both on here and maybe things that we've done with Matt as well that it's just about Evans finding his right team and maybe it's just a case of him both seasons with us now. Maybe it has taken a few more games which has then left us just slightly short at the end of the season. Well, like, 
Yeah, you know, at the start of the season, I think Dempsey was in and out when he because of injuries. We had one or two who were constantly in and out. I think, didn't we? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, we injuries didn't help. And then we had like youngsters in and out of the team, like Scott Robertson and Josh Eccles as well. But are you saying about um, Evans finding his team or picking his team? I think Reese tweeted out last week that since January we've only used fifteen players. Yeah, and it baffles me each week. Why are we signed Tyreek Johnson? Yeah. Because he's on the bench. He's meant to be a nippy winger slash striker. And he can't get... I think the Swindon game, I said, you've been a perfect chance to get him on. And it just doesn't happen. It's even weirder that we signed him on a permanent, really. Because we took him oh, on... I think it's because we ran out of loans, didn't we? He took us oh, to six okay. loans. Um, but he's very odd, yeah. Yeah. And the, the fact that he's... We'll see, played... Three games? I, I think he played a few minutes against Sunderland, if I remember right. And I don't remember seeing him since. Yeah. But I, I generally miss the Tuesday games, so maybe I have. It's generally been a core 11, and then you have the likes of... Uh, O'Connor's obviously had to come in because of Cundy. Ollie Lee, John O'Kindy, uh, they kind of just swap places with Alex McDonald, don't they? Yeah. It seems like, like you say, he's got 14... 15 that he trusts and then he's got players like Willock Nakoma Matty Willock bless him uh, the Bristol City lad that we've already mentioned it's just he doesn't Henry Woods uh, I think he's made an appearance or two off the bench not loads of minutes but it's always nice to see a youngster progressing isn't it yeah definitely Evans generally talks him up quite a lot but all in all I think to summarise probably our form since we last done the pod it's been in the main positive and yeah. a pleasant surprise. And, it's and nice. one of the positives as well is that you're probably not going to get to see much of the game tomorrow, which means that we're probably going to win. Yeah, hopefully. That's generally how <laughs> it goes, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, no, it's good to be in the mix and to be involved in it. And if we do miss out, then And so we're, we're playing it. our part. Like, you know, we're taking points off teams like likes of Hull. Obviously, we've beaten Lincoln. Team, even the bigger sides or the sides that are up there don't like facing us. No, they don't like long ball gilling, do they? And after the Shrewsbury game, we got Oxford and away, followed by Peterborough away. So I think, <coughs> I think possibly by kind of that game, we'd know for sure whether. Yeah, you think we're going to be realistically to be to be in playoffs. We probably need to win tomorrow and beat Oxford, don't we? And then Peterborough comes a free swing. Yeah, I think if we're going to be realistic about Plash you need to be either one of Oxford or Peterborough away definitely well I don't know I don't think Peterborough are too far ahead anyway but it comes back to that again where I so say I think we're probably going to run out of games but nice to be in the mix though it's, it's a makes a very nice change yeah um, this might sound like a plug or an advert but it's <laughs> not but I'm actually liking the fan hub football I, I was going to say towards the end of this pod I was going to mention it yeah, we are quite a little bit addicted to our positions each week, aren't we? Yeah. There was, what was the game where I forgot? I just totally forgot. You missed to... one. Was it Wigan? No. Oh, yeah, it was Wigan. Yeah. I forgot to do my predictions. You dropped massively, didn't you? And then that didn't day? check in as well because obviously I'd forgot. And yeah, I went <laughs> to so. I don't even know what my position was. It was that low. What makes it so good as well is that. Matt's not top. <laughs> he must be breaking his heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good though. Like when 
it first came out, to be honest, so I wasn't that interested or no, that bothered. No, but it's a but, little bit addictive. Yeah. So I would encourage anyone that hasn't signed up, and I promise this isn't an advert. This is just <laughs> us talking from our personal experience. What, what makes it different as well is, you know, you go on there and you get your articles from, like, your local journalists, like sort of Luke Cordell. Yeah. And obviously you can check in out on other teams' feeds as well. But they also have fan piece, fan written pieces, don't they? Yeah, exactly. I think Matt's done one. I know recently. Actually, well, this, this pod will be going on there, won't it? Uh, I believe well, our pods are on there, yeah. Or, well, I don't know, we might have been dropped, case, for, yeah. dropped for the third tier pod now. Well, now, I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> but, yeah, um, when I checked last week, the pods were on there. So maybe, maybe this is a plug, who knows? Yeah. Well, if we're on there, great. If not, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's free. Generally, they do. There's a, there's a waiting list, but they do give out code sometimes. I know I've had one. Matt's had a couple. Yeah. Um, generally, if you go on Twitter and you want to do it, there are codes floating around. Yeah, it's just something different, like with the team prediction as well, isn't it? It's different to like because normally you predict scores and that, don't yeah. you? But it's different to be able to predict the team and. Have you done yours for this week yet? Uh, no, I always do mine on the day. Right, so I did mine earlier, and I've made... Did I make one change or two? I've brought Cundy back in, because I read the preview, and it said Evans will hope that he's fit to return. And I don't make many changes now, but I've put Cundy in for uh, O'Connor, and i brought Ollie Lee in for McDonald. That mm. may change between now and 3 o'clock tomorrow, because I might just have a change of heart. <laughs> But no, going on what you said as well, I like the fact that all the like Jill's content, news content's in one place. Yeah, and like on Twitter, obviously if you don't follow everyone, then you don't get it. But yeah, it's, it's all there. Yeah, it's one of them things as well that'd be better when um, fans are back in as well. Like when you can start checking in the games, it'd be a lot better. But oh, fingers crossed, it won't be much longer. Yes. Speaking of fans going to games, we're, we're still clinging on to the hope we'll get to go to England-Scotland in the Euros. Yeah. Clinging on. 20, yeah. uh, 25% capacity at Wembley for the group stage what, games. Of our tickets well, at least, advantage. isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, if we're there, we're there. But If we're not, we'll probably get together and have a beer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the way that the world's been since over, uh, over a year now, I'd be surprised if we was there, but yeah. you never know. But hopefully we're near the end of it now. Just a and few, hopefully few when more months the go. next season rolls around, we can get back in the pre-field. Yes, definitely. Right, is that us done for the first part? Yeah, we're going to split into two parts because uh, we're going to discuss the season, aren't we? Yes, we are going to discuss the 2003-2004 season, which was our first year as season ticket holders, um, there was a few firsts for us that year, such as our first away games. Um, and back in, we went back in the day when, you know, we used to go with a group of us up on the train and used to be, you know, a day out, didn't it? Yeah. Rather than just a 90 minutes. So looking forward to discussing that in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You going to pause it? Or? I am. I think I unlocked my phone. Right, there we go. And pause. Welcome back to Jews of the Blood Injury Time podcast and we are in for part two where we review the 2003-2004 season. Probably not one that's very memorable to most but it is to us because it was the first year we had season tickets. Yeah, so at the tender age of 14, 15 we would have been at the time. Cool, yeah. No younger than that. 
Because we're getting old now. You're 33 this year. Yeah. I can't work that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, we were young. Uh, we, yeah, we would have been 15. Because I was born 88 and it was 2003. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like we should have been younger. Good start, boss. Um, yeah, it's late now. It was bloody midnight. <laughs> yeah, so first season with season two hits. Um, the first season where we've done a few away games throughout the season as well. And one of the big questions that we've probably asked ourselves since is how the hell did we manage to <laughs> afford this, considering... <coughs> Mummy and Daddy, wasn't it? That's how we used to afford it. Yeah. I thought, I think... So and we got paid for being in school as well, didn't we? Oh, yeah. We had a, yeah, mate. Well, I didn't, but a few did, yeah. Yeah. So that funded my jewels. And a couple of years after that, we were working up there, weren't we? Yes. On the turnstiles. Might have even been the following season, actually, because, yeah, it was career championship. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, bearing in mind our ages at the time, our memories probably aren't as in-depth, well, they're not in-depth at the best of times, <laughs> let alone at that age. Um, so the kind of intricacies like tactics and yeah. attacking play probably wasn't our strongest point, but we've both come out of that season with lots of memories. Not all good. Not all good. <laughs> so where do you want to start? Do you want to start with certain games or do you want to play uh, Well, I said to you just now, didn't I, that my earliest memory of that season was the first home game when we drew nil nil with uh, was it Derby? Derby, yeah. Yeah, and I remember coming away from that and thinking, I hope we're not all like this one. <laughs> um, we just watched a little ten minute clip on YouTube. Yeah. Um, there's a few. I don't know how you pronounce the person's name. Is it Tyreek? Is it Tyreek Twenty Four? Yeah. Who puts compilation videos reviewing the seasons, which, um are generally quite interesting and good to look back on so we just watched that prior to recording and the first video clip after the new signings that season um, and a pre-season friendly fight was about our temporary stand yeah very temporary so obviously that's <laughs> that's still there still standing it's got acne now <laughs> just waiting for it to come back for its first date yeah um, and the other part in the video, which there's been no change, is looking for a new ground. Yeah, on what looked like marshland, didn't it? Yeah. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that bit of land is now. Probably any residents in the Cuxton Temple Marsh area might be able to Can't let us get know. You. What? Cuxton Temple Marsh. That's what it said on the video. Did it? Yeah. Oh, well. Mind you, that involved reading, so. It did. All that I took from that video was there was too much Tommy Johnson in it. Yeah, I don't. You might want to expand on your hatred of Tommy Johnson because I don't really get why you dislike him. You know, so much. you know what started it was as we've just seen through the clips on there. That Ipswich game, my first away game. I talked about it before and won four three. He was subbed on and then subbed off again. He wasn't injured. He was just that bad. And I don't know if I've seen it again since. For injuries, yeah, but not for anyone just being that bad. And then from then on, I used to just laugh and think, Christ, that was here. He come on for like 15 minutes and got subbed off again. Yeah, I've got soccer base up in front of me, so I've just checked that. And you're right, you get subbed on in the 42nd minute and then get subbed off in the 88th. At that point, the score was 3 all, and he got subbed off for David Perpetuini. So would that be a tactical switch? 
Maybe. I don't remember him doing a lot in that game because most of my memories of him are, oh, he scored again, for God's sake. <laughs> so that's your basis of your hatred, is that? He, he, he started them, and then I feel like he might have missed a sitter in a game, and I remember thinking, Christ, he is shite. Looking at our like, win percentages on uh, soccer base, we lost nearly 50% of our games this, se- and this season and stayed up on the final day. So it's a bit of a strange one that is so memorable for us. Um, but, you know, the thought process for me, obviously we were young at the time, we'd only started going the season before, yeah. probably just after the... Just after the Leeds game was when I started going. See, what well, I was just before. And it felt like back then when we went, back in our day, <laughs> it was like a full house each week. <coughs> yeah, and we, there was always we, a lot of noise. Yeah, and that's why, well, that's why personally I became so hooked, because we were both supporters of... Because at the time, you, were going, you had, uh, did you go to Charlton a few times, didn't you? And that little scheme had done like five pounds for the coach, wasn't it? I've done it a few times, yeah. Yeah. And um, obviously, Jules was a bit closer for you. For me, it was just like, I'd watch a lot of football on the TV, and it was like, wow, you can actually come to see this live. Yeah. And like you say, yeah, like you see the crowds, and compared to what it is now, it's just like chalk and cheese. Yeah, exactly. Because I think I've said before on pods that prior to that, Leeds FA Cup game against Leeds I don't think I'd even knew that there was a team called Gillingham which is mad considering we live half hour away if that yeah. but you're now looking at moving there yeah <laughs> but um, you know like I said at the time we were both supporters of Prem teams so out, it's probably not too dissimilar to the majority of kids now any one outside the Premiership they probably don't know about it, do they? So. No. So Certainly you didn't know. The only player I knew when I first started going was Hesse. Yeah. I, I knew of Nicky Southall just because what I think in, of my family used to be on a Saturday. We used to go out for a day. It would be like Maidstone or even the City Mall during the day, like during the war, you know. And uh, always they'd have the Victor FM on. They'd always have coverage of Jules games. And Nicky Southall and Andy Evanside were two names I remember. Yeah, Hessen Tyler was the first autograph I got. Because, again, bearing in mind our age, we used to do that this season, didn't oh, we? Oh, funnily enough, didn't I? I showed you my autograph book, didn't I, recently? Yeah. My mum found it home. Um, there's some strange names in there, Gary Wales. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get onto him later. Yeah. Yeah, so... Not just... Um, not just Jules players. I remember we used to get... The away team oh, as yeah, well, if they yeah. were like decent players. I, I remember at my... the end of the first season, right? You know, you used to get the player of the season forms, didn't you? Yeah. And you had like home player, away player and that. I thought away player was another, <laughs> as you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> was, I thought, the, was the best. <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking, I don't know any away players. So I just went with a West Bronco for Russell Holt because I'd heard of him. <laughs> I bet she was like, what the Who's that? I think I struggle to pick best away player now. Like you say about not knowing them. Yeah. I think even now, most of the time, I don't know who's <laughs> been decent for the opposition. I'm too focused on no, how you, we play. You know like one or two names, don't you? Yeah. Most of my knowledge just comes from football manager. Yeah. So, standout games this season, 
there's a few. The first one that probably stands out for both of us was the four three win against Millwall. Dennis Wise was a uh, an angry little bastard that day, wasn't he? <laughs> Got sent off, I think, if I remember right. What as manager? No, as player? player, he was on the pitch. Oh, Got okay. sent off because um, didn't after the game a Millwall fan come and have a go at us? It sticks in my head. I can't remember. He was, I don't know if he was just drunk or maybe I was just pooping my pants. But he was quite loud and I remember just agreeing with everything he said. And he was like, yeah, yeah, the ref was on your side. I was going, yeah, yeah, he was, sir. Yeah, he really was. <laughs> he was, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I think yes, that sir. was also the first game that we experienced away fans giving us abuse to Spence, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm like Spence. Because like we said at the start, we used to get the train to and from the games and that used to just be part of the experience in itself. Just yeah, the train hit. station singing songs at each other, wasn't it? Yeah, pissing around. Because they used to have the compartments in the train then, didn't they? Oh, God, so, yeah. Like a little booth, wasn't it? Yeah. Side, yeah. <laughs> so we used to cause a bit of immature criminal damage. We, we used damage. to take the light bulbs out, if I remember right. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why, but we did. If, if we saw kids doing that now, we'd be like, slating them. What the hell are they doing? Yeah. But, no, it was all part of the fun. There used to be, averagely, probably about eight, ten of us a game that went up, yeah. didn't we? So Especially that first season, because was there five of us in the Medway stand, three in the rain, wasn't there? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And then, obviously, the more we went down the leagues... The... Now it's still just us and we've gained Matt. Yeah. <laughs> we... Yeah. <laughs> The tone of voice that you said that in, <laughs> we've gained Matt, like we've adopted a pet that we didn't really want. <laughs> he probably feels that way about us, though. He yeah. was going in the good old days. Stopped going for a little bit when he got crap. Started coming with us, it got even worse. <laughs> and now he's stuck with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that meal game, what was, what was your next after, highlight? The next highlight was um, a few games after... <laughs> so, we followed the Millwall game with a 5-0 away defeat to Cardiff. Didn't you say before Adam, that Millwall game was our first win of the season, it was like middle of September. That was our first home win, yeah. Yeah. So we'd beaten Bradford away uh, with the Chris Hope header, but that was our first home win. And then, yeah, a few weeks later, West Ham at home beat 2-0. And it was a good West Ham, well, I say good, I mean, it was, name-wise it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Defoe got sent off. Uh, David, i run through their team. David James, Ian Pearce, Christian Daly, W. Quinn, I think that's Wayne. Is that Wayne, oh, Wayne Quinn? Quinn yeah. yeah. Thomas Repka, Matty Everington, Kevin Horlock, Horlock Rob Lee, Nicholas Alexander, <coughs> Jesus. Da- David Conley, who was a very good. Yeah, um, like, like first no, division, for, uh, South, Was it Southampton? He was at as well, wasn't it? In uh, Sunderland, Wimbledon, yeah, he yeah, was at a few clubs. Yeah, and Defoe, uh, who was sent off and then on the bench. Antonon, Antonon, Anton Ferdinand and David Noble came on. So, yeah, very strong, strong team. But another brilliant victory, cracking free kick from Marlon King. Yeah, and a player we'd forgotten about, really, Trevor Benjamin. Yeah, his one and only goal for the club. That was the day. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Gary Brad. Yeah. <laughs> he used to come to the Jewish games with us. He was also a big West Ham fan. And I think when the second one went in, he was sat two or three rows behind us. And I remember turning around and he was sat down. I just went, West Ham fan! <laughs> and people were looking at him like he was an oddball. 
everyone else was cheering. He was just sat there, his West Ham shirt under his jacket. Bless him. <laughs> and then after that, standouts, uh, one nil win over Crystal Palace, which, for some, uh, we go on to the comments later, but I remember Dougie Freeman getting a penalty, and which Jason Brown saved. And I remember my first, I think, swear and chant, Dougie Freeman is a wanker, is a wanker. <laughs> and that always sticks away for some reason. Um, yeah, Chris Hope got sent off, and David Perpetuini got the winner in the 83rd minute. He was a quite early player to have around, wasn't he, Perpetuini? Like, wasn't the best player in the world, but he did, I think he popped up with a few goals, and he, he wasn't a bad player. Mm. No, he probably one of them players that you probably look at and go, he probably wouldn't have got in most teams in the league, but for us, he was in that first sort of 12 to 13 every week. And then back in that season, they didn't have a transfer window. There's no, no was such thing as a transfer window. So Paul Shaw actually. You missed Marlon King going as well. Oh, yeah, it was Marlon King that went first, weren't it, in November? And then Shaw went in what would have been the. January transfer window. After the uh, Charlton Cup game. Yes. Yeah. Bertram Bossu game. <laughs> Where old Bertie became Buffon. Yeah. He uh, was unreal, wasn't he, that day? Yeah, it didn't start too well, did it? Uh-huh. Ian Cox's own go after about 54 seconds or whatever it was. Um, I remember being really annoyed at the start of that game because, like I've already said, we used to get there early and get some signatures. Obviously, Charlton yeah. was in the Prem at the time. I think the train um, was cancelled and it was a coach service. And I think we only got yeah. to the game about 10, 15 minutes before. So, obviously, we missed the, the chance to get the signatures of famous Prem footballers such as Carlton Cole. Such as Graham Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> Paolo Di Yeah, Di Canio. Uh, I thought it was the keeper of him. Would it have been Dean Kiley? Or Sasserilich, probably Kylie. Imagine it would have been Dean Kylie. Hang on now. I know Paul Kajeski played. Yeah. We just watched that clip and his name was mentioned. Yeah, it was Dean Kylie. Yeah, yeah, and Decanio was on the bench. Who was the reserve goalkeeper for Charlton that day? Though? For Charlton. Yeah. Uh, Royce. Yeah, it was. Was it Simon Royce? Yeah. Random bit of knowledge. Yeah. So, <coughs> Tommy Johnson scored that day as well. Ugh. He did. Going back to, um, where did we get to, the Palace game, your first away game was the Ipswich one, like you touched yeah. upon, which was November. Uh, and then my first away one was in December 28th, Millwall 1, Jules 2. Kevin James. Kevin James, last minute winner. Hess got the first. Yeah. Another good day out. Not not bad first away trip, was it? No, well, yeah, we both had good first away trips. Yeah, definitely. Little did we know, we weren't going to get any better, <laughs> yeah. really. We peaked early. So, we sold Shaw and King, and to replace them, we bought uh, Adjumang. Adjumang. Uh We got Gary Wells. Gary Wells, that was on loan, weren't it? Yeah, it didn't go very well, did it, that one? No. Weren't the best. And Darius Henderson as well. Did he come that season, did he? I thought it was the season after. No, he came that season because... He wouldn't have played much this season, would he? Because he, didn't he go alone to Swindon the following season? I 
can't remember. When he got like five in six and came back and started playing Because we signed him from Reading and then we played Reading in the fourth round of yeah. the FA Cup, didn't we? Um, but just going back to that Charlton game again, just, again, one of the games that stand out for me, like, from my time supporting the Gilles, um, just everything about that game, playing a Prem team, first time we'd seen Gilles against Prem opposition. We were the first game on match of the day that night, I yeah, think. Yeah, we was. Um, yeah, just a brilliant, brilliant day out, and well-deserved winners. Magic of the Cup is the and cliche, think, but... Obviously, he came from, was it Hayes, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, in that day, he was very good. This was the season where we had about five or six different keepers as well. Went through phases, didn't we? Yeah. Started with Bartram, who got injured in that middle game. Yeah, that's a good point. Then it was Brown. Then, I don't know if it was Bossu then, or then Banks. I don't know. Am I missing a keeper? There's a few keepers we're missing along the way. I mean, there's about six that we used during this season. A few lone Was that the season of, and a very random name's going to come out of it, Lars Hurstfield? Yep, he was one of them. Two appearances for us. Nico Vassan? Nico Vassan was another. Five appearances, and I think you've named the rest. Nico Vassan, Danny Knowles was the youth keeper who didn't play. Lars yeah. Hirschfield, Jason Brown, Bertram Bossu, Vince Bartram and Steve Banks. Steve Banks, who, although when he first started warming up, I was thinking he's a bit old to be playing for us. He was possibly the best of the three that season. Best of the six, sorry. Yeah. Well, <coughs> Nico Vassan done all right, wasn't it? Yeah, I had a bit of a soft spot for Nico Vassan. His kicking was good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just liked him because he was on loan from Birmingham, who my granddad supports, yeah. so a uh, little connection there. I don't uh, know about you, but I used to like as well players that had names for Jules that weren't English sounding. So, like, Basson was a good one, Sadibi. Yeah. Perpetuini, yeah. who to me just did not sound English at all. We and just then, watched Mummers. Cox. Yeah. <laughs> it's Trinidad. We just watched Mummers' goal against Charlton in the. Uh, and FA how did Cup. you describe it? If, like big Verdane Oliver's goals yeah. now just a towering oh, header I mean the cr- it was a brilliant cross in was it John Hills who crossed yeah, it in yeah I liked John Hills John Hills crossed it in and Sadibi's got to be just inside the 18 yard box and he's managed to get the jump High looping header, loop the it? header into the top left hand corner and yeah it's a brilliant brilliant goal Random fact about John Hills, you might have already heard it on one of the Under the Cosh podcasts, uh, he now runs a parcel delivery company. Does he? I think it was a Brett Ormerod podcast, oh, right. Under the Cosh, because okay. Ormerod did some work for him last season, last year. How do you know it was that John Hills? <laughs> because they were at Blackpool together, and he uh, said, old teammate from Blackpool, John Hills. Yeah, he, I don't know how, how old he was when he signed for us, but he, he looked old. He, he looked but old. But he played for ages. He went to Sheffield Wednesday, I think, after us. Yeah, yeah. That summer we'd only made. He was one of two yeah, signings, wasn't Cox, he? Yeah. And that was it. Where do you want to move on to now? I've lost track of where we're at. So we've done Charlton in the cup. What's next? What games that stand out? Yeah. Uh, we beat Nottingham Forest. There's not a lot that stand out after Charlton. <laughs> not in a good way, anyway. <laughs> after Charlton, Sheffield United, we lost 
Derby, we lost. Lost against Burnley in the FA Cup. Not Reading, like I just said a minute ago. <laughs> um, and then we beat Bradford at the end of January, 1-0. Patrick Adjiman with the winner. He um come in like a house on fire, didn't he? He scored a few, Adjiman. Yeah, he got a few. Absolutely rapid. He still is, though. When me and Matt He's went, a unit, isn't he, as well now? When me and Matt went to that charity game two seasons back. That was when I done my ankle, so I know it's three years ago. Three years ago. Did you do your ankle? Yeah, but I've done something to it, yeah. You never mention it. I don't, especially <laughs> on here. Um, yeah, when we went to that charity game, he, he still had the pace then. He's just absolutely rapid and, like you say, a unit as well. Um, you got another one against Forrest in March, and Danny Spiller got the winner. It's a breakthrough season, isn't it? It's yeah. He was very highly rated at the time, weren't he? And there was talk some of big clubs. Him going to West Ham, West Ham was one, one of them. Yeah. What would you say of Spiller's career based on that first it's season? It's very like it's a story of what could have been, isn't it? Mm. It's not just because he was with us, but he was at what we were a struggling Division One club. I think he got, and again, a bit of useless knowledge here. I think he got six goals for us that season. Don't know about assists, but he was relatively young, and he was like twenty-one. Yeah. <coughs> twenty-one English playing regularly and scoring for a poor team. Wonder why it never really took off for him. We had a few youngsters in the squad that season. It was Andrew Cross was on the bench quite a few times. Um, come off the bench. I think Matty Jarvis coming right at the end of the season, didn't he? Started yeah, because he was in that video that we just watched yeah, right at the very end. Very young Matty Jarvis, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Richard uh, Rose was featuring quite regularly that season. You liked Richard Rose as well, didn't you? You know what? I didn't mind him this season. And but then, Leon, as time Leon Johnson. On, oh, yeah, Leon Johnson. He was quite underrated. Yeah. I always like that balance of a right and a left footer at centre-back. Yeah. Yeah, R- Richard Rose was a strange one because I went for a spell where every season there was just one player that I didn't like. I think it was the first season back in League One and he was a regular and I just didn't rate him. You know what I think of, what kit I think of when I think of Richard Rose? The white one, I think it was NHS, and he had like a blue tubing. Oh, yeah, chest. I know what you're on about, yeah. Yeah, it was really, it was, they were horrible shirts that season. Yeah, I've got really that. Really baggy and loose. Yeah, I had that um, with my name on the back and the number nine. For some oh, reason. I had my name on the back as well with 23 on. 23? Because it's my birthday, 23. Oh, right, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. I had the red shirt with that season with it on, yeah. We were sad cases, weren't we? That used to be a thing back in the day, didn't it? Getting your own name yeah. on the back of... I was going to do it when we had the uh, black and white centenary shirt and you told me not to. No. You were quite adamant, don't you dare. <laughs> um, right, where shall we move on to next? There was something that I was just going to mention, but I can't remember what it was now. No, this was the season, I think, when we went to West Ham away. Yeah. And we've got that picture of about six of us. And we're all wearing that same white jewel shirt. Oh, yeah. The Seaforks <coughs> one. Yeah. We um, had, like, blue and black, uh, like, stripes in it going down one side. Yeah. Yeah, we all loved that shirt. We all had that one. Was it that game that was filmed for Green, Green Street? Street? Yeah. yeah. And they called us Birmingham, didn't they? Yeah. Very, very out of order, I think. Um, And then... There's not 
I mean, looking at the games, there's not really too much that stands out, in all honesty. I remember Alan Powell missing a penalty against someone towards the end of the season. That was Cardiff, wasn't it? Was it Cardiff? No, was that the season after, when we did go down? No, I don't think it was. I think it was. I don't think he was still with us when we went down, was he? Yeah, he was with us the season after, wasn't he? I don't think he stayed the whole season. I might be wrong. It sounds like, I think you're right, Cardiff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we lost 2-1 at home to Cardiff, yeah. And I remember screaming to him, you sent us down, Powell, and a bloke behind me going, well, he hasn't, has he? <laughs> um, yeah, so there's not too much that stands out. In March, we beat Rotherham 2-0 at home. Uh, Ashby and Sadibi with the goals. Oh, Barry Ashby. We had quite a few strikers this season as well. We also have Rob Wallace on the books. Yeah, he was um, a bit of a strange one, that, wasn't he? It doesn't make any sense for Jules to assign Rod Wallace. No. He's been at some bigger clubs, and I don't know if it's this season, but I remember you know Sky Sports used to have the, on Sky Sports News, he used to have the top scorer in the league down, I think it was the left-hand side. I remember Paul Shaw and Rod Wallace both being on there, and I used to go to my dad, look, they're Gillingham players, and my dad, who doesn't like football, is like, and... Um, and then in April we beat Walsall 3-0 uh, Danny Spiller with the third in the 90th minute which at the end of the season was the difference yeah we stayed up by one goal didn't we yeah. over them yeah because uh, they had Paul Merson as manager yeah yeah player manager weren't it? because there was that um, footage weren't there they were all celebrating thinking they're staying up and he's going like whoa hang on hang on and yeah obviously we stayed up where was that footage? I've seen it on YouTube umpteen times. Mm, I'll have to have a look <coughs> in a minute. So then the last three games, we went to... Well, we must have gone to the last five games because it was that 3-0 win over Walsall. We lost 2-1 at home to Ipswich. John Hill's penalty, random. Um, then the next game was away to Wimbledon. Which we went to yeah. at the, the new ho- streak again. The new hockey stadium. That was very bizarre. It was like you had to stand on what would be their medway stand. It was a decentish size, wasn't it? Yeah. Then I think, am I right? There was no stand behind one of the goals. There was to the. I remember to the left. It was we, like we, a little block, wasn't we it? We was behind the goal, and it was like the Brian Moore yeah. stand, weren't it? It was like yeah. temporary. Stand to the left was just one little block. Yeah, it was just like one random block, wasn't it? Yeah, and then to the right was it a lit a little stand, weren't it? Oh well, yeah. I, I if I'm looking at it like we were sat in the rain, I mean that'd be their medway stand. Yeah. Yeah, and it it was not a nice place, was it? No, it was very bizarre. I mean, like we've touched upon already. I remember, didn't you have to go out the ground to go to the toilet? And it was like porter cabins. I think, yeah, I remember porter cabins. I don't know if you had to go out the ground or not, but obviously it was a very small place. Yeah. Um, yeah, considering that we'd probably only been to a few grounds like in our life at this point because we probably hadn't been to many football games before to then go from going to places like Upton Park and the new den <laughs> to then rocking up at the National Hockey <laughs> Stadium. It was a bit of a culture shock. Um, 
But and yeah. Then, and that's coming for us who have been to Slough Town in recent seasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, we was in trouble in that game, 1 0 down. Um, Streaker runs on the pitch. Hesse tackles her. Yeah. First time we've seen a pair of boobs yeah. in real life, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> another another first ooh, for you. Awkward erections all around. <laughs> Hesse uh, tackles her off the pitch, then goes to score the equaliser. And then the winning goal by Ajimang. Um, against his old club. Against his old club was just pandemonium as well because the. Didn't he jump? Didn't his momentum take him his into momentum the stand? His momentum took him there, into yeah. the stand, yeah, and then he's just swallowed up by the fans, basically. So that left us in a good position going into the home game against Coventry. And then all our hopes were dashed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gary we Wales happened. Went 3 0 down. And then. Gary Wales scored his first and only goal for the club. Not a bad goal either, to be fair. Yeah. Hess then got sent off for another rugby tackle, this time yeah, not on the penalty. Yeah, this time it was on a player and it was a good one. <laughs> uh, but Mama made it 3-2, but then um, Coventry went on to win 5-2 and Richard Shaw scored... A banger, as we just watched. Yeah, but that because I think I listened to a podcast that he was on. I remember. Was it quickly Kevin? Might have been. Yeah, yeah, it was. And he's only scored about nine goals in his career or something like that. Yeah, of course he has. Um, Not when Zabaleta scored against us. Yeah, one of them's against us. Um, And then the last game of the season, away to Stoke. You know what was very random about that Stoke game? Before that, Jules had an open day. Because us being the kids that we were, again, we would go around getting signatures. And I think that's when I got that autograph book done. And I remember going to you, who are these two players on the programme? And it was Dean Beckwith and Jones and Wooer. And they were stood on their own near the Brian Moore stand. And I'm sure Beckwith went to Jones and Wooer. Bloody hell, it's the first kids that come to us all day. <laughs> and we got their autographs and they asked if we were going to Stoke. And we were like, nah, nah, we ain't going to bother going. And then we ended up going. Yeah, I mean, there's not really a lot to talk about from that game that I remember. Um, I remember us taking turns to try and start songs. Yeah, you you absolutely at, battering me doing that. We was at the back of the Britannia, weren't we? Again so, in our white shirts. Yeah. There's got to be some photos floating around somewhere. There yeah, probably is on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah taking it in turns to chant songs and just create a bit of an atmosphere and it was very tense um, yeah it was a bit different for us wasn't it because as you say it was our first real season and we you know to us oh, so what if we went down you know looking at him now it's different yeah and we got there and like there was no programs left was there no it was yeah I think there was because again like, it was a group a of us that few. went and there was only one of us that got a programme yeah the obvious one of a group yeah <laughs> But um, no, it's very, very tense, and I watched the an extended highlights on a uh, YouTube for another good Jules um clips uh scrapbook scrapbook that's it that's what it's called and they had an extended one on there about ten minutes just of that Stoke game and I felt nervous watching it even though I don't think we very rarely attacked that game do we no um uh because. Um, we just watched Banks made a brilliant save to deny him from a corner, I think. And I think we had we cleared it off the line as well. Yeah, he was cleared one off the line. But I remember they had, it was like Gifton Noel Williams. I think Akin Bailey was in their team. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think Cole, Asaba. Cole Saba yeah. and Noel Williams were up top. <clears throat> no, boys, he no. battered us for 90 minutes. But yeah, and that brought the curtain down onto our first season. And then after watching that, we were addicted and we haven't stopped going since. Yeah, for our sins. Yeah, unlike the others who have all given it up now. Yeah, they all stuck with their premiership teams. Yeah. We stuck with our premiership teams for a little bit, but then and that, But now we mock them, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> we've got no interest in... I mean, if it's not Jules now, I'm not, or England, I'm not... I mean, even England... At competitions, I'm interested, but like the qualifiers, you know, I'll put it yeah. on, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got anything you want to add? I was just looking at you and the tone of your voice. She yeah. sounds, you know, like your a mellow, mellow, reminiscent old man. Yeah. <laughs> How would you sum up that first season, though? First full season of being a Jill supporter. <laughs> well, whatever it is, we got it. We got the bug, didn't we? Yeah. It'd be interesting to know how others, like more older fans, thought that season went. I mean, bearing in mind what I said at the start, we yeah, lost like, would, 50% of the games near enough. Would people that would have been our age then, would they have looked at it like we looked at the Penick stuff? Yeah. Because... I didn't because I thought the Pennock stuff was absolutely awful. But then I think we had a good squad, but then... It got from, old together, didn't it? It got squad? old, so and then from years. listening to a few different podcasts that um, Vancast had done with players from that era... And and Matt's done a few. Matt's though, done a few. It just seems as if, yeah, like you say, they got old together. They had to sell some key players, and then... That's when it started to go like downhill. This season in particular, when it like to lose King and Shaw in his way to a couple of months. Yeah. That's your two top goal scorers. And so just start that season was an achievement. Yeah. And it's just going back to Paul Shaw, it's weird because he was my first favourite Jules player. Yeah, me too. Um and he's still up there for me, probably on the same level as Bradley Dack for favourite Jules players of the time I've been supporting. But then looking at the stats, he went in November, did I say? Yeah. So how many times would I have seen him? What, less than 10? As you were saying that, I was just thinking, Christ, mate, we didn't see much of him. We can't. But I think we really. also saw the season before when we were going to odd games, weren't we? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, he must point. have stood out to us before then. But yeah, so as, as you were saying that, I thought the same. Well, hang on, we can't have seen him much. And the same with Marlon King as well. Like, we only would have seen him. Yeah. I mean, he just got out of nick, I think, when we started going. Yeah. <laughs> He's been back in since. But, no, I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear from other Jules fans. Let us yeah, know your thoughts. Yeah, what would you compare it to, like, nowadays? Is there a season that you'd go, oh, it was similar to that? Yeah. But I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Good memories. Fun times. The, the next season we do is not going to end in quite the uh, excitement, is it? <laughs> Oh, you decided what season we're going to do? <coughs> well, well we just if we were doing order, I don't know. Maybe it depends how people like this one. Yeah, yeah. give us your feedback. We'd be um, interested to know how it goes. Yeah, because really we could long this out for a little while. <laughs> we could get quite a few pods out of this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, considering we do a pod every five, six weeks. <laughs> well, we've weeks. got about eight years of material here. <laughs> <laughs> Very loose material at like that. 
Um, yeah, so anything else you want to add, Boz, about that season? Um, just for, like you say, although was it particularly memorable? We had the odd games, as we've discussed, but the highlight, obviously, really, it was that last day at Stoke, because, you say, we went into it not really knowing... I mean, if we'd have gone down that season, I don't know how much we would have cared. But at the end, the relief on everyone's face, I don't think I've ever celebrated a nil-nil like that. No, definitely not. No. So a few comments to end on. Uh, Matty Millen, when we asked for comments about this season, he said, beating West Ham 2-0 was a highlight. I went to this game as a kid. I think as well, beating Charlton, who were in a Premier League at the time and flying high. If I remember rightly, Bertram Bossu, best game for us. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, also, to add to this as well, seeing Paul Shaw leave was really bad for the club with how good he was for us. Danny Spiller, I believe this was his breakthrough season and one of my favourite players. Always believed he put 100% when he played. Just the total shame injuries ruined him. Yeah, because after us, did he go straight to Millwall? Yeah, he went straight to Millwall. I think he had a bad injury quite early on, didn't he? Yeah, I'm not too and sure. And then he went to Wickham and then back to us. Didn't he go out to America at um, he might have some done. point as well? Or are you thinking of Luke Rooney? No, I thought Spiller went out there as well. Or maybe he was linked to go out there, but then went to another English club. I don't know, he had a spell at Wickham and I think he came back to us after that. Okay. And then when he came back to us, for some reason, we played him as a striker, didn't we? I thought we played him as a striker a few times originally as well. He's yeah, but good. back then he had like King and Shaw to link up with, didn't he? Not towards the end, he didn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's towards the he... end, no, he was just feeding off Barry Ashby's long balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick quiz question. Yeah. Who was the player who made the most appearances that season? Well, he's not going to be any of the keepers. Uh, Nyra knows where they? No. Smudger? No. Is it going to surprise me? No, I wouldn't, wouldn't have thought so. Defender. Oh, Chris Oak? Yeah, Chris Oak. Yeah. Oh, because that was in his spell when it really didn't miss a game for so many years. Yeah. Um few other comments. David Creasy, who said, beating West Ham at home 2-0 with Defoe seeing red. And then Liam Batch uh, was the earlier comment I referred to. 1-0 win versus Palace was my first Jules win <coughs> and holds many fond memories. If I remember right, Puff, when he scored late after Dougie Freeman missed the penalty. Did you remember right? Yeah. And then that triggered my memory of the uh, Dougie Freeman is a wanker, is a wanker. I mean, at the time, I remember chanting it, not really knowing why he was a wanker, yeah. but you got to join in. You know in. you're saying about chanting, we don't really know why. The old man, when he used to go to the toilet, and then what he used to do is it with Dan Busters. For yeah. Him. It took me years to work out what that was about. I'm still not even convinced I know now. <laughs> what do you think it is now? And then well, I just, correct you from I don't one. really get it. Like, I just used to sing the same song when he went to the toilet. And he'd go two or three times in during the game. Yeah. Cause this was in block one of the random ends, is that right? And didn't he used to walk most of the way along it, didn't he? Yeah. Um I thought it was just because it used to be in um Could be. In the army. So that's why they've done it. But I mean I'm guessing they would have had to have known him otherwise that... I don't know if they did because you never saw him acknowledge anyone. He just kept his head down and Yeah, that's true. 
So, yeah, if anyone can shed any light <laughs> on that as well, then feel free to get in touch on I the mean, usual... Rach probably knows the story behind that. I don't know, she may do. She probably <laughs> might not have a clue what we're going on about, as <laughs> per usual. She probably hasn't got this far into the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yes, switched off. <laughs> as we seem to be selling a lot of pods, if you've listened so far, then... Yeah, well done. Well done. It's now half past 12 on a Friday night. Commitment. Yeah. Commitment to the course. Yeah, we don't do early mornings, do we? No. Right. If that's it, anything else to add? Uh, tomorrow? What are we thinking? I'll back to the modern day? Back to the, yeah. Present day? I'm thinking a scrappy 2-1 win. Mm, see, I'm going for a 1-0 win. Whatever happens, as long as we win, I don't care. And we probably will because you're not watching the game. Yeah, that's true. So it'll probably be a 4-0 or something like that then <laughs> I'm not watching. Right, Jules fans, cheers for it's listening. It's been a long one, yep. across two parts. Um, feel free to get in touch with any of the things we've raised. Or uh, any suggestions for the seat, like with you, you know, if you're interested, do you want us to go through seasons in order? Or would you rather just pick a season and go talk us through that? Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Please retweet and do all the usual. And until next time, up the jewels.